0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 84 of 15 with Andy, Randy and Jeff. However, this week, the studio seems much brighter somehow than usual and that we have no Andy and we have no Jeff. No, wait a minute. That that didn't sound good. Not that they aren't like bright, of course, or anything or. Well, you know what I mean? They've temporarily been replaced with Karen and Chrystia. Thank you both for joining us today. Chrisia is a return guest, and I believe this is Karen's first run here behind the mic. So why don't you introduce yourselves and tell us what you do here at the church?
1: Okay, I'm Chrysia Capellis, and I'm the Justice Ministries Director here at the church. So I help organize and plan all of our service opportunities and partnerships
0: in the community. So I hear, Justice, that you don't have a gavel, do you?
1: No, but oh, maybe
2: I need one. Oh, maybe. <laughs> okay, Karen, you? Oh, well, my name is Karen Ragsdale, and I'm the bookkeeper here at, at a Hospital Church, but I'm also a long-term member, 15 years.
0: Mm. There you go. All right. Well, last week, really quickly before we begin, our episode was entitled Passing the Torch, the final installment of our year-long, once-a-month series, From the Heart. The message was by Andy, and we decided that Passing the Torch is for each of us. We are all at this very moment, today, over the past week, at work, at home, at leisure. We are moment by moment of every day in the process of creating our legacy and passing the torch. Now, you might be thinking, passing the torch, and you might have a different view in your head of what this might have actually been about. So if you haven't listened to that message or the podcast, you can do both at hospitalchurch.org or on the mobile app. And on to this week, A Life Well Lived, a new series series. On, I'm going to mess up that word. I just I, I didn't write it down. But basically, we're talking about serving others this week. So, but we're going to take a different approach than usual. Usually, the podcast is a little kind of a different look at the past week's message, and this will be less about that and more about the actual message in action. Because there was only one service. So, Chrissy, let's start off with you. As you mentioned, the Justice Ministries leader, how does meet worship serve fit into that narrative of Justice Ministries from A church perspective.
1: Gotcha. So, with Justice Ministries, first I want to clarify that when we mean justice, um, we're really talking about helping anyone out in the community who's in need. So, it doesn't necessarily mean like laying down the law, but uh, (laughs) what we really mean is just helping someone who has less than than we do. Um, And so this past week, we had Meet, Worship, Serve. And so we all had the opportunity to go out into the community and serve with a different nonprofit organization. And the purpose of Meet, Worship, Serve is really to be like a catalyst for more serving. So this was a one-time event where we were hoping to introduce people to different types of service opportunities but what we're really trying to instill through Justice Ministries and by having Meet Worship Serve is um, the heart for service and to get people more involved in our community. And the reason why we do that really ties back to our vision of being a church without walls. And we firmly believe that um in order to really show people Jesus, um, we have to be in service of others, and, and people will will learn what we know by, um, by just being around us, by just being around our energy and
0: um, our willingness to serve other people. Excellent. Well, see, now usually it's the other guys that usually fill the chairs that get ahead of me, and I love it because you already went someplace mm-hmm. we're going to go later, but that is perfect. Karen – Speaking of what she just outlined, getting people to be more involved and to be in service to the community, how has your week been impacted by your service this past Saturday? What did you do in your service and how has it impacted your week?
2: Oh, absolutely. So actually, we did – I did – two events for Meet, Worship, Serve. Uh, For one, I know. There was more than one? There was lots of opportunities. This year was the first year that we've had the opportunity to to serve during the week and not just on Sabbath. And I think that was excellent. Um, So the first... Opportunity that we had was to go serve as a staff at Orlando Union Rescue Mission. Oh, that's right. And we served lunch there. And so we did that on, I believe it was Tuesday of last week. And then on the Saturday, I went to Clean the World and participated in that event where we packaged hygiene um, products for – distribution to the Puerto Rican um, people that are coming and staying here in central Florida now. Gotcha. And we also, along with the hygiene package packets at clean the world, we also, they were doing a um, kind of like a, a co-event with chil- fe- fe- feeding children, children ev- everywhere. <laughs> there
0: we go. I, re- I recognize that one. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And so we got to bag uh dried soup mixes for these yeah. people as well. And I just absolutely loved it. It, it, filled a need that I have been uh, noticing is lacking in my life, is going out and serving. I serve here in church a lot of, of times every single week. Um, <laughs> you know, my job is ministry, you know, here at the church as sure. well, part of our ministry as well. But, you know, we – it seems like we're really active in service and in times of our life, and then it, it dwindles down. But this rekindled the spirit that um, that – wow, I could go over to Orlando Rescue Mission on a, a random Wednesday and I could go serve do lunch. Yeah, it's not very far from where I work. Yeah. It opened up my eyes to, I could fit this into my schedule.
0: So what you're saying is, that was my next question. This is going to influence your free time, your serving opportunities in 2018, right? Absolutely. Excellent. What would you tell someone who just isn't sure about getting involved? They're like, well, I don't know. I don't know feeding children everywhere. I don't know Orlando Rescue Mission. I don't know who I'm going to be involved with. Maybe it's going to be scary. This seems very extrovertish, and that isn't a place that I'm comfortable. What would you say to someone like that? How do you get involved if there's a little bit of fear there?
2: Well, going and serving is something that can be intimidating. Um, But what I love about Meet, Worship, Serve is The events are already planned for you, and you're going with people that you're probably going to be familiar with already. You're going to be going with some of your church family already, and you don't have to sign up. You don't have to... Uh, I shouldn't say you don't have to sign up. You don't have to contact these organizations on your own, asking them when their service opportunities are. All that is done for you for this particular uh, week. For this event, yeah. Exactly. And from there, you just sign up through the church, which you're already familiar with our sure. our events and, and how we work. So go and make that first experience with people that you're familiar with, and you may find something that you love uh, and want to do going forward.
0: Okay. So this is a, something else that I noticed. There was a bunch of people, of course, friends that I have here at the hospital church that had posted on social networks, which we asked them to do and use the hashtag meet, worship, serve or FHC inspires. Mm-hmm. And I saw some really negative comments like, hey – Aren't you, Christians supposed to be doing this in the silence of your own world? Isn't the left hand not supposed to know what the right hand is doing? And, you know, well, don't, you know, don't sprain your shoulder patting yourself on the back. (laughs) What would you say to someone that just looked at this and said, I don't see why they're doing this for any other reason than just to try to prove to the rest of us how good they are? What what's a person something personally, and what I'm what I'm trying to ask, I guess, is something personally in your heart that you could share if you can verbalize that, that just solidify to you that you know what when I do this, this is when I am comfortable with Jesus and knowing that this is what He wanted me to be. Somehow to correlating that together is it something that we can tell people that you know we're we're trying to. Bring more people on board with this. What would you say to someone that says that?
2: Well, I would say that personally, I received a message from a friend who said, oh, I've always wanted to go do a service project. Can I come next time?
0: Nice.
2: So it wasn't about patting ourselves on the back. It was about exposing the opportunity For others Mm. to come and join us in being the hands and feet of Jesus. I
1: I 100% agree. Yeah, because sometimes I I struggle with posting (laughs) things that I'm doing because Mm -hmm. I anticipate that type of reaction. And I don't normally get that directly, but I'm just wondering, like, oh, is someone thinking that I'm just doing this for, you know, a pat on the back? Um, But Karen's answer was dead on. I think for the most part, people post these pictures and um, their reactions to the event, not because they want to get a pat on the back, but because they're hoping to inspire maybe a larger group to get behind a cause um, or to to see a need that they didn't even know was there. Exactly. When you
2: share your story, you are being an inspiration to other people, whether you know it or not. So if you're doing it in, in... silence could it's still wonderful sure but i want to invite other people to come and do it with me
0: so maybe that and you know in the in some of the comments that i saw it wasn't like someone was saying hey look what i did they were saying man what a great opportunity and almost an invitation and some were invitations to you know, this is a place I'm going to go back to personally. And if you'd like to join me, you're going to have fun because we had a great time. It feels so good. I haven't felt this good about myself or what I can help my fellow man with in a long time. Mm -hmm. You should join me. And so there was still that. And maybe we can't erase all of that. But trying to bring other people on board, that's exciting, right? That's what we're all about here. Extremely
2: exciting. Absolutely.
1: And I think that's um, one of the main... Agenda items for meat worship service to try to get more people on board into service, and that's why we have it once a year.
0: Yeah. So the other thing I wanted to know, Chrissia, was as Karen has to leave us. So sorry we got started late today, but she has to go. But thank you for um, your input. It was very, it was very well done. How many volunteers did we have this past week? Do we know how many we provided out to these organizations?
1: So that's a good question. So we counted our volunteers the week before Meet, Worship, Serve okay. um, when the deadline ended. But we had, a, I would say, a good like maybe 30 to 40 extra that signed up <laughs> late. Um, so the numbers um, before that was – 232. Nice. So I'm anticipating that it got up closer to 300.
0: Um, well, there so might've been a podcast and there might've been a senior pastor on that podcast that said, don't worry about the deadline. Just go ahead and, and sign up. You know, <laughs> well, even there you go. <laughs> so I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but if it was, it was definitely Andy Absolutely. Uh, that did it. So the other question I had was, how are the organizations that we served, how were they chosen? Because... I feel like people always want to know, I want to know that the organization that I'm going to help really does need my help. They, they're they doing good things in the community. How do we vet that? What's that process look like?
1: That's a good question. So for Meet, Worship, Serve, we try to incorporate organizations with different missions and causes um, in different areas of the community just to see where people gravitate to towards um and then we also try to partner with organizations that we're working with throughout the year as well um so that we can maintain that partnership and also introduce members of our congregation to organizations that we are doing more and more things with so we have a justice ministries governance board and some of the organizations that we were working with on meet worship serve were vetted through that board um as partner organizations of our church um They have aligned with our focus area, which is um, to have relational engagement with youth um, so that we can bring greater justice both locally and globally. And so some of those organizations were those partner organizations. And then we had other organizations um, that we were working with, like Clean the World or uh, Mustard Seed. And these are organizations that we love and refer people to, but we may not work as closely with them. Sure. But volunteers love them, and and we just want – this to be an opportunity to, to get people
0: encouraged to volunteer more. Well, Andy mentioned, and this is probably the only time we'll actually get into the, the message, but it was a basically about being in service. And Andy mentioned that people have questioned the vision statement. Mm. And I, I thought that was, a, well, I guess maybe it wasn't odd, but it seemed odd to me when he first said it. Because our vision statement is, we will be a church without walls, fully engaged in serving the people of our community. And I guess to some that seems like it omits things like the health message or it doesn't mention biblical truths or the old-fashioned evangelism as we've kind of grown up knowing it. But do you feel like our vision statement encompasses those things, even though they're not mentioned specifically? What's your view on that, as the justice ministries person here?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that's been brought up to me before: uh, the evangelism piece and reaching out to the community and doing more um, about bringing more people into our congregation. And um, I find it—I find that the work that we do through Justice Ministries, um, meeting people where they are, serving people building relationships kind of organically is teaching people about Jesus, teaching people sure. about God. And I don't think we necessarily have to um, be hundred percent direct about that when we are out serving. I think that people will may naturally want to learn more about what we know. Um, but I think it's extremely important to build those relationships, to serve people, um, and to not have string attached to that at the same time, um, but to be Jesus' sure. hands and feet in, in the community and to show people what that looks like.
0: Yeah, I think the most st- – the strongest part of the gospel is love. Absolutely. And if this isn't a direct outpouring of love, what is, Right. And I, while well, I was with your team from outside in at yes. Orlando's Children's Church, which I'll have to admit, I had no idea what <laughs> Orlando's Children's Church was, where it was, what they did, who they were, mm-hmm. and something that the one of the founders and leaders that was there that took us through the orientation process was, she said, if I could give you one piece of advice to take with you. No matter what you get charged with doing today, Mm -hmm. uh, I was on trash detail, but, you know, uh, still interacted with people. Um, But she said if there's one thing, a piece of advice I could give you was be yourself Mm -hmm. and be transparent. Because if you are not transparent with these kids who we bring in from the community, these really poor, disadvantaged kids that need just some love they need some interaction they need positivity they need Jesus in their life Absolutely. And she's like the first thing they will smell and just just smell out mm-hmm. is someone who is in it for any reason other than just I'm here to serve you. Absolutely. And she's like they know it inherently and if you try to get past that they'll catch you every single time and call you out on it. Absolutely. And I thought that was that really played back into just the love being the strongest part of the gospel. But before we move on I wanted to it just it just popped into my head inside the FHC mobile app if you do not have the FHC mobile app currently I would invite you at this time Even just go ahead and press pause and go to hospitalchurch.org slash FHC app, or you can find it in the Google Play Store. You can find it in the Apple Store by searching Hospital Church and download that app because what I want you to do is there is a tab. When you open, there's a, a tab that says F-H-C, and on that tab, it says from outside in wish list. And there is the outside from outside in. You guys are constantly providing mobile boutiques for teenagers and at risk youth that need clothes they need something to wear they need things that aren't always hand-me-downs yes. and there's a great Amazon list which I found so helpful <laughs> okay. and I'm like we have to share this because if people know they need to just go in and even if you can just do one thing off that list tell us about that list and kind of how that can impact these years. yeah
1: absolutely and you did a great job describing what from outside in is ah. um, so yeah we partner with different organizations in the community and we provide a one-day pop-up boutique for youth who are in need so they could be In shelters, they could be youth in foster care, they could be youth experiencing poverty. Um, And we try to bring them nice clothes, so gently used or brand new clothes to make them feel special. Um, And we don't want to just throw anything at them, things with holes or tears or things like that. So we have a wish list of items that we are specifically in need of, and we'll make sure to keep that up to date um, as we. Um, continue booking events with nonprofit organizations. And so if you go to that wish list at www.fromoutsidein.org, you'll be able to see um, the latest needs that we have and how you can help fulfill um, a need that a child has as far as clothing is concerned.
0: Excellent. So if you have any questions on From Outside In, you can email Chrisia. It's k-r-i-z-i-a at hospitalchurch.org. Find the list at the website from outsidein.org or on the mobile app. It will be a mainstay there for quite a while. And then as we are building our ministry section, that will be a list that will also transition to the justice ministries or From Outside In. In that ministry section, it will eventually go there, but we won't take it down until. So if you would like to contribute, please do. Um, as we are way out of time already, one of our FHC takeaways from this past week asked, "What was one of your most difficult service experiences?" And in light of the positive stories that we heard today from Christian from from Karen, you know, we've presented it today like, "Oh, hey, every time you you serve, it's just going to be grand, and you're going to be blessed." And I'm like, "Well, I think I've served people in the past, and it's dunk." Uh, essentially it yeah. didn't it didn't go well you know and you know not everything always goes like we think it should or as we've planned and so if this has happened to you while reaching out for that life well lived and serving others would love to hear your story and to see that how maybe in hindsight what you may have done differently or may, maybe how you look at it differently and maybe it wasn't quite the dumpster fire that you initially thought it was you can reach out to us in the mobile app and or at podcast at hospitalchurch.org finally the, from Andy's message, something we should all take to heart is he had the, the, the phrase, every time we act in some self-sacrificing way for the good of others is a move toward being like Jesus. And again, that just all wraps back into the greatest part of the gospel is love, and it's what people – the how they'll know we are – the people of Jesus. So upcoming this week, we will be continuing with our current series, A Life Well Lived, with a focus being moved this week to Growing Generous. Can't wait to see where Andy goes with this. You can join us online at hospitalchurch.org at 930 and 12 Eastern. And of course, if you're in the Orlando area, stop in and say hello and worship with us. So again, thank you, Chrisia, for coming by and being here. So until next Wednesday in episode 85, this is Randy for Karen, Chrisia, and Tom saying thanks for joining us and we will talk to you then.